StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. This is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Today, bringing you another interview in our media partnership with the Content Shift Accelerator program, which is the accelerator program of the German Association of Book Printers and Book Publishers. Nonetheless, we don't have an actual book printer or publisher here in the interview. Of course, we do have a startup here. But first, I would like to welcome the CEO and founder, um, Felix. Thanks. Hi, everyone. It is a great pleasure to have you here. And you guys are called Artificial Connect. We will pretty soon get to that. Um, let's first go a little bit through your life and what you've done, which led you to this stage. Um, actually, funny thing is you are from Hanover. Yes, there's a Hanover in Germany for all the Americans out there. And yes, it's a very nice place. Um, I've been living there for project quite some time and uh, I'm pretty familiar with the area around Maschsee. Um, for everybody who knows a little bit German, uh, the official German language, like without any dialect, was one at one point decided to be the Hanover dialect. So you speak proper high German, right? Yeah, I hope so, but I'm not really sure if I can transfer that to English. <laughs> so the English listeners would not hear it, but uh, yeah, everybody says so that we might speak very clear German, accent-free. Ha, huh, good place to start if you want to study German. That said, um, I've been stalking you on LinkedIn like I do with all my uh, guests. And if you guys, if you're viewing this on youtube or if you're listening this uh, go down here in uh, listening to this in our audio podcast go down here in the show notes you'll find um a link to our blog post which will contain your linkedin profile that said if you're if you're new to our channel hit the like and subscribe button and be sure to ring the bell that you don't miss another episode that said You actually started out in advertisement. How did you end up with an AI company? <laughs> well, um, I started in 2012 uh, working for the Matzak Media. Uh, that's a company, uh, quite a big company, uh, based in Hanover with uh, subsidiaries in a lot of cities. Um, it's a media company, um, formerly a newspaper company. Um, but uh, after that, uh, they went into um, a lot of other um, companies and, and industries. Um, and uh, I did a corporate study program there. Um, in Germany, uh, it is quite well known, I think, um, for the listeners uh, outside of Germany or outside of Europe. Um, that's a, a program in which you can study um, and work um in the same time so a company is um is funding um your your studies and um, i did that um in hanover um with matzak and um went into different areas of the company uh, finance controlling sales marketing online marketing strategy and um i really liked uh, the sales department there um because of several reasons um because of the strong focus on on uh, national customers on uh, digital sales on online marketing and um there were several um 
digitization projects um, ahead um, that I was able to participate in. So um, I worked um, after this three-year program that I worked on from 2012 to 2015. I worked for about one year in the national key account management um, with uh, big customers um, from, from, from different industries of Germany. Um, and from that on, I uh, went into um, some other departments um, of Matzak uh, that included especially the strategy department, where I um, got into contact with a lot of data projects. Um, since I studied uh, economics in my bachelor's degree, um, that was uh, to some degree quite new, especially on the uh, operational side. Um, I, I, I was able to learn a lot during that uh, this project and um, then uh, another project um, occurred um, at the uh, interception of um, sales and uh, digitization especially um, to uh, if it comes to intelligence systems that might predict which customer you should call um, at which time with uh, which product um, so uh, that is how I uh, got into more and more contact uh, with data uh, and sales, and um, I did that until 2018. Um, so that uh, that have been my uh, my Matzak years. We may add for everybody who's not familiar with the um, integrated studies, as it's sometimes called. Basically, it's you go to a college during semester and during your time off when you don't have classes you actually work and during the whole time you get the same salary it's very interesting concept here in germany um so you have been working in a company where you also studied and then you got in touch with more and more data science in relation to sales what did it do with you what did you learn from there um I learned a lot about the data structure, about um, how you can handle um, big volumes of data. Um, and I got an understanding, uh, not a deep understanding, because I wasn't able to, to program, to develop on my own. But I got an understanding on how um, data infrastructure works and uh, on how um, software-based products um, are uh, functioning uh, at its core. Um, and since I wasn't able to understand it, I didn't know about any um, any program, yeah, any coding, any programming languages. Uh, I decided to um, to learn that. And then I uh, started uh, started learning Python, especially for data science. Uh, that sounds like, a really, really busy time. Um, well, I started learning Python um, and I started to, to understand the syntax and um, the idea of Python um, as an um, object-oriented um, programming language. Um, but uh, that was only the one side. Um, the other side was um, all the statistical background that I needed to, to get into more data science and um, then I decided to uh, take part um, at a boot camp um, based in Hamburg. Uh, it's called Neue Fischer. I think uh, boot camps like that um, are accessible uh, all over the world um, so far. 
or by now. Um, and in this bootcamp, um, I, uh, I spent three months on developing um, basic data science skills. Um, we had a very, um, very uh, high-skilled coach. Um, his name uh, is Matthias, and uh, Matthias worked as a chief data scientist before. Um, he worked at uh, Zalando, at the Zalando EdTech Lab. Um, he is a um, practitioner through and through. Um, he once uh, studied uh, mathematics and um, then did his uh, PhD in applied mathematics and uh, then um, worked for several years at a young company, um, which they later sold to Zalando. And he always worked in the data department and the data science, uh, handled data science tasks. And um, for me, that was very interesting because um, I had a very, very good coach who uh, knew his stuff and who um, brought us all this data science knowledge uh, on the table um, through um, new cases every one or two days um, from, from the business side. And um, in this three-month period, um, I extended it a little bit um, to, to four or five months. But in this main uh, three-month period, um, I um, kind of uh, got the entry to data science uh, and learned the basic knowledge. I see. And what was the moment you actually decided to make your own company out of that? When was the moment when you decided, hmm, that could be something or out of which I could turn into a real business. What what was that moment like? Well, um, I think there have been two moments. Um, the first is um, I, besides uh, coding, I have a passion for wine, and uh, I started last year to become a sommelier. Um, and I, I studied for that and I, I learned a lot about, about wine, about wine yards, about the different styles in, in harvesting the wine and the grapes um, and the wine stocks. Um, and during that time, I uh, got into contact with um, an e-commerce company um, that uh, is selling wine online. And um, they uh, told me about um, the problem they had. Um, they discussed... Um, they discussed how to implement a recommendation engine so uh, that uh, you as a maybe as a as a wine enthusiast or uh, as a potential customer um, are getting some recommendations um, on which wines um, you might like and you might dislike um, and uh, we um, we thought about that together um, i think we we had a chardonnay uh, doing that and um, while we thought about that um, i um, we came to the idea that we, we should just start to, to develop such a recommendation engine. Um, and there are several types um, which we um, then developed. Um, and that was a point um, from which on I thought, well, um, I really like that, especially um, if it comes to, uh, to, to, to tasks where you can automate uh, processes that generate higher value for, for companies like natural language processing tests, for example. Um, that was the first uh, point. And the second, um, the second point that occurred was um, I spoke a lot with uh, my former head coach, Matthias, and with um, 
um, uh, another um, person who attended uh, this um, this boot camp, his name is Alex. We spoke a lot about business ideas, about um, machine learning um, ideas, and 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 not only ideas, but especially needs, uh, which problems are not solved yet, and uh, are there some problems that you might solve with machine learning? Um, and then we. Um, We thought a lot about um, natural language processing, about media, about especially about the generating um, of, of, of content. Um, and that was a point where we thought, well, uh, let's give it a try. Um, and how did you end up from the very fun area of recommending wine to doing like something like automated very localized um, event announcements? Um, so since Mark Lages, uh, the, the false founder, co-founder of the Artificial Connect, um, and I um, have a background in uh, the media industry, um, we had um, a lot of contact uh, contacts to, um, to media companies. Um, and the first projects we did, um, which were... Um, mainly consulting projects um, we did with those media companies. So we were in the consulting business and we um, even uh, developed uh, some, uh, some services for them, some smaller prototypes or some, um, some products that uh, they are using now. Um, and within these meetings, uh, we spoke with a lot of, um, of, of newspapers, uh, especially with the um, editorial staff. And they told us that they had several problems um, in their um, in their um, in their local market, uh, especially if it comes to local journalism uh, and to the event market. And um, the first time we heard that, we thought, well, that that's interesting. And uh, then we, I think we we um, went on with our other projects. And the second time we heard um, another customer uh, telling us about the same problem. Um, we got more and more interested in that. And then we asked um, a lot of uh, media companies in Germany um, what they are thinking about this specific problem. And um, if uh, we would solve that problem, would that be um, a high, would that provide a high value if uh, we would develop an automated solution for this specific task? So um, most of, um, of, of the um, directors and, uh, and, and so on we, we, we spoke to, um, they, uh, they said that it really would be a great uh, value uh, for them. And then we looked at uh, on the business side, on the financials. And um, after a while, um, we um, decided to go into that market, uh, the market for structured text generation. Um, where we are building um, a machine learning um, product that uh, is able to automatically generate content um, based on just a few uh, input words or input sentences uh, that you are giving uh, the product. Basically, you had the rough idea of a recommendation engine uh, which turned into from a wine, very fun uh, recommendation into an also fun, like very localized event recommendation. Is that about true? 
Um, I think that's one side of it, um, but it's um, uh, it's only the tip of the iceberg. Um, the the main uh, problem we would like to solve is um, if you're looking at the local market in every city in every country, um, in a time in which you are not speaking about Corona, um, in a time where everybody can enjoy themselves, uh, themselves and go out and have fun, um, we are seeing a lot of events. Um, especially in the local market. Events that you have to pay for to go there or events uh, that are free, that do not have uh, a price to, to, to enter. Um, and uh, this uh, event market, there are several, a lot of players included actually. Um, we are uh, separating that, uh, that event market into a short tail and to, into a long tail. Uh, in the short tail, we would assume that there are Events uh, like very big concerts or uh, smaller concerts, but um, events that are quite well known, events that you have to pay for in general, um, and events um, that are covered by a lot of ticketing companies. Um, and then we have the long tail. And in the long tail, there are also events that you have to pay for to go there. Um, but there are also events um, that you do not have to pay for, uh, that are part of the, of the cultural life. And um, this long tail event market is uh, very fragmented. It consists out of a lot of players within this market. Um, and there's no player that covers all the events. Um, and one problem that all the publishers um, that we worked uh, with together had was first to generate all the event information about all the events that are going on in their local neighborhood. And second, to uh, write articles about that specific event, um, about all these events. Um, an example from, uh, from my home uh, town, from Hanover, is there are between 40 to, to 60,000 events each year. And um, the only uh, source where you can really find all of those events uh, in, an, in an, some kind of open, open source um, is uh, the newspaper. But the newspaper is not um, writing an article for every uh, event, um, maybe only for 5 to 10%, and that's very cost-intense. Um, and what we are um, developing is a, a service um, which generates automatically event announcements. So um, a service that first, um, that first um, gathers all the event information and then takes, for example, the title, the place, um, the price, the host, and so on, uses this information, um, categorizes it, classi um, classifies it, and, uh, and then um, generates articles out of it uh, that you can publish in a print medium or online to um, generate um, more visits um, and to provide a better customer experience, um, for, for example, for, for, your, for your fans or for your listeners. Um, or your readers, and um, the third part then is to, per, to to personalize the way in which we are presenting this event information, or especially in which our customers, for example, newspapers or um, publishers um, in the book industry, are um, distributing the event information through different channels. 
I see, I see. Um, before we get into what Content Shift did for you, I have one more question. What type of areas are you currently thinking about like to also get in? Because I assume you wrote a solution for one problem, but with a tiny bit of adjustment, it may be able to be like um, applied to other problems as well. That's right. Um, there are several markets that are quite interesting. Um, for example, um, in general, e-commerce um, and some niches of that um, and um, the whole um, pharmaceutical market is quite interesting as well, the health market in general. Um, and then there are several other uh, industries, um, smaller industries compared to e-commerce or the health market um, that might be of interest as well. Um, and areas um, in which we are currently speaking to potential partners um, to enter uh, those markets. What would you do there? We would provide, for example, a service um, that generates texts and large volumes of texts. For example, if you are um, an e-commerce company um, and you have, a, um, you have a lot of products in your stock, and you have uh, product descriptions that are uh, duplicate content, for example, um, we could create unique content. Um, for example, a company that sells uh, washing machines, laundry machines, or um, that sells wine online, or that, uh, that is selling other, other things. We could um, provide them with, uh, with product descriptions um, that uh, make them um, or that, 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 that are helping them to um, get a better search index uh, and so on. Hmm. I see, see, see. Uh, one more question. How are you guys currently financed? Are you currently looking for external investors? Um, we are quite open. Um, We are, we are quite open to have conversations about um, external investments. So far, um, we, uh, we chose to bootstrap the whole company. Um, and until this point, we do not have an external investor. I see. Let's get a little bit into our partner. Because uh, first, how did you learn about Content Shift? And secondly, um, What did it do for you? Uh, what was the benefit of participating in it? Yeah, so um, a market that we are very interested in um, is the, the reading market, readings um, about books. Um, and uh, I think readings are getting more and more popular. Um, and when we thought about uh, the way that our products might fit into the book industry, um, especially because we are interested in readings, um, we, um, we, we found out that uh, the program Content Shift helps young companies to uh, develop their products and um, to, yeah, to, to give them a space in which they can um, have a very, very... Um, very intense discussion with um, persons from the book industry um, in a very high role, uh, managers, publishers, and so on, um, to speak about the pros and cons, the benefits of the product, and where we um, should, um, in, in, in which way we should, um, we should go and develop our product. So um, we uh, did some, some research and 
did not take us long to uh, to to get in touch with Content Shift. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we applied, and uh, it took us a few weeks until we got um, a message uh, that we are in, um, of uh, which we were very happy. Um, and then the three months program started. Um, it's nearly over now, so I think um, about three three months ago it started. And um, at first, um, we had a lot of um, possibilities to discuss our product with uh, within a mentoring program. So um, each company uh, had an had an own mentor, um, and this mentor. Um, Provided us with uh, with book industry insights. Uh, we spoke about the product. We spoke about possible adjustments um, that we had to take to um, yeah to, to 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 develop the product in a more uh, adjustable way for the book industry. Um, and uh, then we had uh, several meetings and workshops um, in which uh, we presented the at this point current state of the product development and uh, the next milestones we would like um, to to reach by october and by the end of the year and uh, we got a lot of um of very um very good um input there um from from the people uh, from the the managers um gathered uh, inside content shift so it was it was more the network, the feedback that you actually could approach people in in the book and publishing industry. That that was the main benefit for you guys, right? That is the main benefit for us. Um, and uh, I think so far uh, the program is not yet uh, finished, but so far it uh, for us was a big success because uh, we learned a lot about um, how to really adjust the product and to reach a good market fit. I see, and we're recording this actually knowing you are a finalist, but we're not sure if you guys have won, um, but it will be published afterwards. So if you go down here in the show notes, you'll most likely see our link to the winner. Only thing left for me to say is best of luck. Hope to talk to you soon again. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.